Hi everyone, my name is Melissa, the host of the Mummy Warriors podcast. This podcast is based on topics that go on behind the world of parenting. Speaking of the unspoken, I upload an episode once a week on a Tuesday with a new topic every single week. I look forward to you tuning in. Hi Ruth, how are you? Welcome to the Mummy Warriors podcast. Hi Melissa, it's really good to be here. Thanks for having me on. No problem at all. So could you start off by introducing yourself to our listeners and letting them know a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So I'm Ruth. I live in Cornwall in the UK and I am a mum to two gorgeous big boys now, 13 and 10. And I'm a nutritionist and functional medicine practitioner. I help uh, women, mostly mums with uh, any chronic health issues that they may have so that they can feel their best version of themselves um, and really be the best mum to their kids. What was your journey into functional medicine? And if you could also explain a little, a little bit about what functional medicine is. Yeah, sure. So um, I guess uh, in order to kind of tell you a little bit about that, I need to go back in time a little bit to, um, I suppose, in my 20s, like many people, I, uh, you know, my health was not a concern at all. I had a great job. I worked hard, played hard really burnt the candle at both ends and life was really good like many of us I think can relate to and uh and then in my 30s um my first son came along and all was good I mean it was quite a shock being a new mum as as most people can relate to yeah Um, but you know life was was still generally pretty good and I think you know I'd always wanted to be my a a mum it was it was my biggest dream and so you know, it was, I, I just felt incredibly blessed and incredibly lucky. Um, and then about, I guess, two years after um, our first son was born, you know, we started thinking about having another one. And um, unfortunately, that sort of ended quite sadly. I had a, a, a missed miscarriage. Um, and it was a really, really difficult time for me. So, um, you know, incredibly anxious time, incredibly upsetting, distressing, traumatic time. Yeah. And and really, um, I think didn't really recover properly from that trauma when I then fell pregnant with my second son. Um, and having gone through that, um, you know, really, really upsetting time, that whole pregnancy was an incredibly difficult, anxious time, um, you know, not not really feeling certain that things were going to end well. And, um, you know, happily, um, I did give birth to my second son, beautiful, healthy boy. But I think my health at that, from that point on really, you know, hit a wall. Um, it really felt like the rug had been pulled from under me. Um, I was diagnosed with postnatal depression, which with hindsight was just, you know, I'd like to think of it as postnatal depletion. I just was absolutely at rock bottom. Right. Um, I started to suffer from so many different health issues from debilitating fatigue you know not just the tiredness that comes with being a new mum but crushing fatigue you know aching all over feeling like I had the flu all the time um you know terrible uh, migraines uh, digestion was awful hormonal um issues you know everything just really really fell apart health wise and on top of that my mental health was really hitting a wall I was 
feeling just so anxious all the time and worried about if I wasn't well, who was going to look after my boys and what was wrong with me. You know, hindsight is a great thing. And having now had 10 years or more to think about this, you know, there's so many mums that feel like that, that actually, you know, it's such a big responsibility being a new mum. And, you know, you dream about it and you think it's going to be wonderful and all roses and all fabulous. And it's hard. Yeah, really hard and and I think as a mum as well your self-care your own you know looking after yourself drops off the bottom of the list and so um for me that definitely happened but there was other things kind of going on with my health as well um so I I'm aware that I'm kind of talking away but I'll, I'll sort of like tell you a little bit about then what happened you know medically speaking I, I was sent from well went to doctor to doctor to doctor to try to find out what was going wrong with my health and why I was feeling so so awful but got no answers really and was mainly given sticking plasters I guess to to try to help my symptoms so I was given you know antidepressants I didn't particularly feel depressed but I was given antidepressants I was given other pills for my migraine other pills for my digestive system symptoms beta blockers to try and calm me down you know so many pills but nobody really um talked to me about what might be going on underneath all of this and tried to, you know, really connect the dots in terms of of my own health and what was happening. And I think that was incredibly frustrating, you know, not just not getting answers, having tech about normal. Um, and all the time, there's this huge amount of guilt. I've got these two gorgeous, healthy boys that I've dreamed of having my whole life. And yet I'm not enjoying it. And I'm yeah. not feeling my healthy vibrant self that I kind of imagined I would be as a mum doing all the things I was just really really unwell real struggle to get through the day um and I guess that's you know in in in, you know the long story is that's how I came to find um uh, what we know of as functional medicine because I was looking for answers and not finding them within the conventional medicine system right right Um, and and what functional medicine does is it looks deeper to try to understand what the root cause is of of health symptoms. So instead of saying, well, you've got this symptom, let's give you this pill and that symptom, let's give you that pill. So functional medicine says, but why are you feeling like this? What's what's caused this? And we kind of swim upstream to try and work out, you know, what's happening? Why, why have you manifested these symptoms? Right. Um, lucky enough to find at that time, and again, 10 years ago, so functional medicine is relatively new, particularly in the UK. Um, I found a functional medicine practitioner who was able to really help me to, to connect the dots and understand what was going on with my health, and then to help me to get better. Um, and that was absolutely incredible for me. So um, I think like many people um, doing the job that I now do, you know, it really inspired me to realise there's so many people that need that kind of support and that kind of help. Definitely. Um, so I retrained um, several years ago now, sort of midlife career change, uh, retrained initially as a nutritionist. Um, and then since I've been uh, training in the US um, to become a functional medicine practitioner. So, um, so yes, yeah, so I now help women, as I say, mostly struggling with often just undiagnosed stuff. You know, they go to the doctor, they don't really get a definite diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Fibromyalgia comes up a lot, which we know is a whole myriad of different signs and symptoms, um, which I was diagnosed with as well. Um, 
And yeah, so I, I sort of help women who are, are really struggling in, in a similar way that I was. Um, and it very often is triggered by that process of becoming a mum and having all of those, you know, our body changes so much. Yeah. Changes at that time, um, but as well as, as supporting our mental health, because we know there's such a strong connection between the mind and the body. Absolutely. And I think it's great that you put so much emphasis on the fact that the journey and transition from becoming you alone as a woman then to becoming a mother um it's not only a big mental transition it is actually a big physical transition on the body it it almost in some cases can be a bit of a trauma as well like for myself personally since I've had my son I had an epidural and I've been experiencing extreme back pain since then I think it's just because my my pelvis is so small my I, I carried to a full term you know so I'm glad that you put a lot of emphasis on the fact that it is actually a big transition and there are many things that can come from transitioning into to, to motherhood, you know. To touch a little bit on when you were not feeling so well, was this like a continuous everyday thing or was it just sort of a few days out of the week, more days out of the week than, than often not? Yeah, I would say it fluctuated. I mean, I think a lot of these symptoms, people do have good days and bad days. And then they think on the good days, or maybe there's nothing wrong with me. Maybe it's just in my head. Um, so yes, I would have days that were better than other days and days that I was feeling more like myself. And then it would all come crashing down again. And I, I felt really desperate, actually, because I couldn't see a way out of it back then. And um, as I say, you know, feeling like all of the guilt that I should be, fe- you know, should be feeling great and I should be enjoying these these special times with these two gorgeous boys just was so hard. So, yeah. yeah. And you're absolutely right when you say, you know, that the the amount of physical pressure that our body goes through, nobody really talks about that, you know, that transition to being a mum and the the physical changes that take place. You know, it's huge. It's huge to carry and, you know, to grow a human being in your body, (laughs) give birth. And then not only that, but you're then starting off, you know, sleep deprived. And, you know, if you're breastfeeding, kind of, you know, again, that's the sort of continuation of it's it's really, really tough. And I don't recognize that enough. Um, You know, people talk about maybe having postnatal depression, but we need to be talking about it in terms of postnatal depletion. You know, our whole body depleted Um, and back, you know, in, in days gone by the whole village would have rallied around to help that that lady in those early stages of being a mum. And they would have been looking after her so that she could then get back to full strength to look yeah. after her baby. Whereas now we're like, no, come on, you need to get up, get out to the shops, you know, get yeah. your rest and all of these things. You know, we're not allowing ourselves to recover fully before we're thrown into, to, you know, properly all the, all the busyness of being a mum. Absolutely. And again, what you touched on was um, when you do have a baby, it doesn't just end there. The pregnancy kind of, yes, the pregnancy ends, but you've got the milk that comes through. That can be extremely painful. Breastfeeding is extremely painful. And then if you choose the route of breastfeeding, you have to then sort of be with your child all the time because you're their source of food. And it's the same with miscarriages as well. 
it's a physical trauma to the body, though, again, in some cases, you don't physically give birth to a baby. Uh, the mental strain and the physical strain of that, it still is a strain, you know. The fact of the matter is your body was pregnant and for whatever reason, it didn't continue. Um, So I I completely can agree and understand with what you're speaking of in terms of taking that time to work on and recover from having kids, both mentally and physically. In my practice, I've found that a lot of mums, a really surprising number of mums, even when we start working together and, you know, we might start working together for all number of reasons, you know, all, all different kinds of chronic health conditions and autoimmune conditions, which are often triggered by, by pregnancy. Um, but what I find is that, that they feel guilty very often for taking the time out to, to mm-hmm. really think about their own health. And it's like, wow, you know, they, they feel that, that somehow it's, it's an indulgence to look after themselves well. Um, you know, one mum I've been working with has been saying she even feels guilty taking the time to go to the supermarket and put really healthy food in her basket or, you know, take the time to just spend 10 minutes meditating. It feels like an indulgence. Yeah. And yet the, the important thing to note is that the, the sort of ripple effect of her doing that is going to touch her children in all sorts of ways. They're going to see mum eating a healthy meal rather than just snacking on biscuits. Um, you know, they're going to benefit from her increased energy and her better mental state. So uh-huh. every time a mum nurtures herself, she's also nurturing her children. And I think yeah. that's a really key thing to remember. You know, it's not an indulgence in the whole family. Um the other thing I was going to say is that I also see really often, and I now recognise that this is kind of where I was back then, is that a lot of mums are stuck in this fight or flight. And I don't know if you can kind of relate to this, uh, Melissa, when you had your child, but this feeling of being constantly switched on, like even when you go and have yeah. a bath, it's almost like you can imagine your baby crying or you can. Yes. <laughs> And and your whole body is stuck in this kind of really, really tense nervous state, you know, Mm -hmm. and and that is, you know, that's going to cause so many issues in the body and so many symptoms. And I now recognize that that's where I was. I was never able to actually truly switch off downtime, which is so important for our, our physical health as well. I wanted to touch on how has functional medicine benefited you in your life? Oh, gosh, absolutely huge. So, I mean, I think so I was saying before that functional medicine really works to connect the dots of what's going on in somebody's health and also looks at their health journey. So every everything that's kind of happened to them leading up to now. Okay, so we really work to piece the puzzle, put the pieces of the puzzle together. Um, For me, that meant really thinking about how I was eating how I was sleeping, how I was relaxing, how I was, you know, my personal connections, was I doing things that I enjoyed every, every day? Um, and I think, you know, as mums, we're often, you know, we're, we're fulfilling everybody else's, you know, needs, but, but not our own. So I think for me, it was, it was a, it was a real journey and it's a journey that I'm still on, you know, every day. 
um but really thinking about nurturing my body with the right foods just really simple things like making sure that I'm eating good amounts of protein at every meal so I'm not kind of crashing after an hour of eating and feeling all kind of shaky and jittery making sure I'm eating you know a rainbow of of really good fruit and vegetables to kind of nurture my immune system and my gut health um but you know food is one part of it it's an important part but then it's thinking about Am I switching off every day? Am I getting into that really nice, relaxed state by doing things that I enjoy? And that can be anything from picking up the phone and chatting to a friend to going for a nice walk outside to um, having a nice warm bath. So those things can't be, you know, overestimated. They're really, really critical to, you know, am I am I feeling isolated or am I feeling connected to, to friends, to family? Because actually we know that not being connected to, to people and having those strong personal connections is a health risk which is even goes beyond smoking you know it's really really critical and a lot of us are quite isolated at the moment due to the pandemic so you know I think these little things are things that I do I am mindful of now every day knowing how important they are for my health but then like I say the ripple effect to to the sort of mum that I can be to my kids me like and and I do have to I have to guard against you know I think you know, I always have that tendency to have a crash. If I overdo it, if I push things too hard, if I, um, you know, forget to do the self-care, I will end up crashing, you know, that is that is my reality. So I think that really being mindful of that and making sure that I'm doing the little things every day that are going to keep me in a good state um, going forward, you know. Great point that you made as well is um, making sure or checking in that you feel connected because again that's something that as mothers I don't think we do enough and again I, I the whole nutrition part of things I've never really thought about it it's kind of just like well I'll just grab what I can yeah, absolutely. <laughs> eat on the way having fueling your body would obviously help with you know carrying and- on energy absolutely exactly. I mean exactly most of the clients I work with when I first see them it's the first thing that we address is how is your energy during the day are you having these regular crashes in your energy where you know your, your blood sugar is dropping essentially so are you getting good amounts of protein in and breakfast as you say can be a really really it can set the scene for the rest of the day so if you can have a breakfast that's really full of protein I mean my breakfast is typically I have eggs for breakfast with maybe some avocado, maybe some spinach and tomatoes, some mushrooms. So fill that plate with color, have some good amount of protein, good amount of fat. That's going to keep you going until probably mid afternoon. But you're not going to have that horrible crash that a lot of us get when we fill up on kind of bread and toast and and cereals and things like that. So it's kind of really thinking about the nutrients that you're, you're putting into your body. And like I say, you know, kids take heed, they see what you're eating, and it doesn't matter how much we say to them, eat your vegetables, you know, you're going to grow up big and strong. They don't see you sitting down and having a proper yeah. meal. <laughs> They're not going to take it on board, you know, mm-hmm. and I had a classic example recently with a lovely lady that I'm working with, who's been, you know, really exhausted for so many years. She's got a 17 year old, the 17 year old has never eaten well, he's always been a really fussy eater, but he started to see her eat meals and sit down and have, you know, really healthy food. And he said to her mum, I really want to be healthy too. And he started asking her to buy certain fruit, which is amazing. And that's a classic, yeah. example of, you know, how it touches the rest of the family as well. When yeah. the mom- looking after herself really when you started your journey to functional medicine what were the 
first changes that you made in your life? I mean, functional medicine digs really deep. Okay, so often to get to really the crux of what's going on, um, we have to dig deep and I equate it to peeling an onion so what we start with is those outer layers and we start to unpeel those and we see how somebody feels so the first thing that I will always do with a client and the things that made the biggest difference for me personally were really cleaning up my diet like we talked about and I'm a massive foodie so this is not about food deprivation this is about adding in tasty really good food loads of nice recipes I mean yesterday I made these amazing chocolate brownies they were just Uh in fact they've disappeared within one day (laughs) but they're not full of white refined flour and and sugar you know they were really tasty really chocolatey um but a kind of something that's going to sustain you as well so you can still have the cheese so for me the first thing was about really cleaning up my diet and noticing when I did that how much better I then felt so uh, and this happens all the time. People come back to me and they're like, I thought this was going to be really hard. I thought it was going to be like doing a, a really hard diet. But actually, I don't want to go back to feeling how yeah. I did. I was eating that stuff before. Um, and so I think quite quickly, you end up on this sort of upward curve where everything starts to feel better. And you're like, you start to notice those, the effect of eating those kind of anti-inflammatory food that uh-huh. you and giving you energy. So that was the first thing. And then I think... At the same time for me, and this is equally important, I think, for a lot of mums, is that self-care piece. And, you know, we hear people saying self-care all the time to a point where we sort of become immune to it. It's, oh, yeah, self-care. Oh, yeah, I've got to do self-care. But actually, when we learn the science behind that and the reason why it's important and the reason why when we're stuck in this fight or flight all the Mm -hmm. time, being a busy mum and not having any time for ourselves, that has a massive impact on our entire health. I mean, our immune system, our gut health, our mental, you know, that everything, physical and mental. So when you realize that and you, you literally schedule time every day and it doesn't have to be a long time. I think that made a big difference for me in my own health. And that's what I see making the biggest change. So as I say, that's the top layer of the onion for me. That's the the layer that we peel off and we say, okay, how do you feel now? And then often after three weeks, it's like, well, actually, I feel about 80% better. You know, I've got my energy yeah. back, feeling yeah. you know, more like myself again, just from really simple changes. Um, quite often, we'll then do a little bit more digging. So we, I use um, laboratory testing to, to try to pinpoint, you know, if there's anything else going on. So that can be the really, you know, really, really helpful next layer of the onion to dig deeper um, in terms of, of biomarkers in the health. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, I do use sort of supplements therapeutically to kind of really, really make a difference for a lot of clients as well. And those I found really helpful myself. Um, So, yeah, it is literally layer by layer uncovering. And some people will do really well on layer one. They're like, I'm I'm one layer with um, one, uh, sorry, one lady with fibromyalgia, which is this horrible condition where you just feel pain all over your body and really bad fatigue. And we worked together for, well, we, we had our first appointment and we changed the diet um, and she'd been really, really not able to get out of bed and really struggling right. within probably a week and a half to two weeks. She got in touch with me and she said, all my symptoms have gone. I feel completely fine again. Now, if that was wow. everything, I'd be very happy. But for some people, it is that dramatic. There's certain foods that they're eating 
which are not agreeing with them. There's things which they're not eating, which they should be. And yeah. it can be a dramatic change. It can need a bit more time. So I think for me personally, it was a mix of both those things. It was definitely a journey. Um, but I can say, you know, I'm now 46. I've been, I feel better now than I felt throughout my 30s, you know. So, you know, it really does work um, when, you, when you invest that, that sort of bit of effort. Well, you taught me something because I didn't realize that white flour wasn't so good, to be honest with you. <laughs> and I use it a hell of a lot. I'm going to. We all rely on a lot, I think. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a kind of staple food, but there are some, and I, I like thinking about healthy swaps. You know, I don't like to say, just don't have that. You know, I'm like, okay, swap it for this instead. Uh-huh. And when you swap things over and get more nutrition in, that's a win-win, right? Because you're still having the food and you're still getting the benefit of that lovely, tasty brownie. But I mean, yeah. I used um, almond flour in the brownies yesterday, which is like, it's full of protein. It's full of right. calcium vitamin e so it's it's a lot more nutrient dense than white flour which really doesn't have a, a lot of nutrition in and is going to spike your blood sugar and send you then on a crash so you kind of go right up sky high and then that yeah. feeling of well I've just eaten why do I feel hungry again and jittery uh-huh. and, and hangry you know that those yeah. Things, yeah. um you yeah. know half an hour an hour later so yeah um, how do you think that functioning medicine would benefit, especially new mothers? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, I think first, first of all, you know, there's an awful lot that can be done even prior to pregnancy. So even if we kind of go pre-pregnancy, if, or if you're thinking about having another baby, you know, there's a huge amount that can be done to really optimize your health. And I kind of wish I'd known about this before, actually, in terms of of preparing your body to have a really healthy pregnancy and your mind because ultimately that really knocked me for six you know the the second time around um and then as I say really um in terms of of how it can help uh new mums I think thinking about that the, the the sort of postpartum time as being the fourth trimester um and you know first of all reaching out and getting that support that you need but also um I mean, it's, it's a tough time to really dig into functional medicine, I think, um, immediately after becoming a new mum, because it's, it's time and it's an investment. Yeah. But, but where functional medicine always starts, where it comes back to, is those really simple lifestyle changes that we've talked about. So it's the diet, it's the mm-hmm. self the, the relaxation, the stress management, and those things can all be absolutely fundamental. So you may not, you know, you're not going to you know having had your baby suddenly go right I'm going to dive into a load of laboratory testing and optimize my own health because yeah. at that point in time um you know your your whole attention is going to be on this little person but like I say I think that for the, the the foundations if you like if you imagine you know our health as being a tree the roots of that tree the roots have to be strong in order for that tree to have beautiful oh. leaves right and the roots of that tree are your nutrition are your you know connections with other people are your stress management are doing what you love you know what do you love doing that you haven't done for a while and um, uh-huh. I discovered and this is my guilty pleasure actually I recently discovered that I really love doing lego but on my own yeah <laughs> <laughs> like these sort of adult coloring books isn't it that you know yeah yeah well my my kind of one of those is lego so I just love doing lego without the kids anywhere near me Uh um find what you love is it is it kind of doing some craft is it doing some exercise is it you know whatever it may be 
find time to do that every day, even, mm -hmm. you know, it's just 10 minutes. Okay. So I think those roots of fu functional medicine are the most important in those early stages of being a new mum. <clears throat> I think moving forward as, you know, you kind of start to go through those initial years um, and those that really acute hard time, which is really intense at the start, it's beautiful, but it's also intense and it's hard. Yeah. Um, you get to the other side of that then I think you know starting to really focus on building yourself up you know if, if you do have any niggling health complaints um know that there is a system of medicine out there which does not just put a sticking plaster on those symptoms that yeah. actually will help you to uncover what is going on um, and it's not um known about enough that there's this alternative system there um which will help you to really uncover um, at, at the bottom of it all what's going on for you and then address it you know so I think that's really powerful and it's powerful to just know that because a lot of people don't even realize it's out there and that there is no until I spoke to you I didn't to be honest <laughs> I didn't at all I certainly I mean I don't know in in the US I think it's more known about but in the UK it's you know not really talked about very much at all you know people think about conventional medicine and alternative medicine but there's not you know there's not really this in between which yes yeah. science-based it's rooted in um you know all science and evidence-based um but yes it really it sort of digs deep connects the dots so I was just gonna say people feel listened to you know when you yeah a quick doctor's appointment it's five minutes it's focused on maybe one thing uh -huh. um, you know functional medicine is about really listening and really hearing what's going on one thing I would say that I definitely love about it is, number one, it looks into the whole picture rather than just one thing. And then, two, in terms of the nutrition side, it's not like, oh, you're going on a strict diet, take away everything you love. It's literally just finding replacements. And I really think that's quite appealing because the thought of going on a diet for some people is just like, oh, God, no, you know? <laughs> or, but literally swap, making a simple swap out of certain things to, to enable better health and more energy. And it's incredibly empowering. And I think that's what I love the most about it is that you're, you know, conventional medicine can be very much us and them. The doctor tells you what to do. You go away and get your prescription and go and take it or you do uh -huh. what they say. This is the relationship, you know, and this is empowering that individual to take back control of their own health. So they're no right. longer feeling at the mercy of a system that says, well, yeah, you've got IBS, go away and, you know, take these pills or you've got fibromyalgia. You're just going to have to live with it. Take some painkillers. It's not about that. You know, this is about giving control back to the individual and saying, actually, there are things that we can do to really get your body back into balance because the body wants to be balanced. You know, that's uh -huh. the but when we have a baby and we go through all of that that we've talked about you know that really upsets the apple cart a bit you know and our body takes time to refine that yeah. balance there are things that we can do to help it yeah and and that's what I love about hearing about the um functional medicine is it allowing number one us to take control because I completely agree with you and I don't like the kind of culture of oh this is wrong let me take a pill for this and because it doesn't actually fix the problem because if you run out of pills tomorrow the problem's still there however exactly. if you continue yeah. your diet you, the problem would subside you know and it's a part of your your culture your day-to-day -day life yeah. um 
And the medications often come with their own side effects too. Exactly. You know, I'm not saying either that, you know, I think conventional medicine has a really important role. If I have a severe infection, if I have an an accident and an injury or I break Mm -hmm. my leg, I want a doctor. I'm not going to go to a medical practitioner and ask them what you're doing. So where there's an acute illness or where there's a, you know, an injury or or a trauma, I want to go to the ER. I want to have that support Uh or see a doctor to get some antibiotics for my infection. But there is a massive epidemic right now uh, of chronic illness, okay, which uh-huh. is all of these things we've talked about. It's IBS, it's hormone problems, it's migraines, it's fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome, you know, and autoimmune disease, which we haven't really talked about, but I see a lot in my clinic as well. And a lot of women suffering with these illnesses, um, thyroid problems through, you know, rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis. You know, I see so many people with these issues um, and they are not well treated treated by a conventional medical system um which wants to medicate their symptoms you know mm-hmm. and, and when we deep and understand what's causing these problems we can really start to make a difference for these women um, yeah. and then their families because of course if they're well then their families yeah. are going to be exactly i want you to share with our listeners where they can find you and information about what you do and if they wanted to reach out yeah sure so i i have um a busy clinic I work remotely and I see ladies from all over the world so I work via zoom um I have a website which is www.ruthetches.com um so my uh, that's ruthetches e-t-c-h-e-s is the last bit um and yeah, you can, if you're interested, you can uh, book a discovery call with me. So I offer a 30 minute discovery call, which is no obligation at all, just to talk through how I can help with, with your health problems um, and what's oh. going on with you. Um, I'm on Instagram as well, Ruth Etches Nutrition and on Facebook. Um, and yeah, that's, that's where you can find me. Perfect. Ruth, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been so informative um, and for the wealth of information that you've shared. Uh, yeah, it's been great. So thank you so much for taking the time out and joining the podcast today. Thanks, Melissa. Thank you for joining this week's episode. Please feel free to subscribe. You can also leave a comment. I would love to hear what your points of views are. You can also follow me on Instagram at Mummy Warriors. And you can also have a chance to be a guest on the show by visiting my website, www.themummywarriors.com. All details will be at the bottom of the podcast. Look forward to seeing you next week.